Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bronzeville. For episode six, the winning numbers are four, forty-eight, fifty-eight. This is WKW Radio Chicago coming to you from the top of the Board of Trade building. And now, the news of the hour brought to you by four-way cold tablets. Remember what William Bendix says. When you have a cold, you don't act right. That's when I take four-way cold tablets. They really do the job. And now these top stories. A powerful blast rocked Chicago's south side this evening. A home in the city's Kenwood neighborhood was partially destroyed in an explosion shortly after 5 p.m., killing one person, Anna Randolph, wife of noted Bronzeville banker, Democratic Ward committeeman, and reputed gangster Curtis Randolph. Mrs. Randolph was active in community affairs, well known for her work with the Colored Orphans Fund Gala Ball and the African Methodist Episcopalian Church. The explosion is under investigation by city police and fire officials who declined to comment to our reporter. And in other news... Time, whatever. Listening to WVCF, the voice of Bronzeville, I'm your host, Dunbar Hamilton. I want to thank Brother Beaumont Moody for that moving meditation. And now the news. Windows rattled tonight throughout Bronzeville when a bomb killed Anna Randolph, one of the most beloved figures in our community. A longtime leader in the AME Church, organizer of the Colored Orphans Fund Gala Ball, and a tireless worker for the good of the race, Mrs. Randolph's life was snuffed out in a blinding flash around 5 o'clock. As usual, police say they have no idea who is responsible for the explosive calling card. But the speculation up and down State Street is that the real target was Curtis Randolph himself. Although whether it was related to his work in banking, politics, real estate, or civil rights, no one is saying. But one thing is for certain. Curtis Randolph's eye will be everywhere looking for these cowardly assassins. Curtis. Curtis, hey, come on, it's Jesse. Mm. Here, here. Drink this, brother. Jesse, what the hell is going on? Zeke, they blew up Anna. Someone put a bomb in the door. It went off. She opened it. Jesus Christ. Curtis. Curtis, you all right? He ain't saying much of anything. See, Zeke, I hit a blast. I thought, shit. So I run over there, and the place was a burning wreck. And then I see Curtis. He's just standing there. Looking but not seeing. It's like some shit from the war, man. Curtis, Curtis. 
goodness sake. Here for you, brother. What is he drinking? Water. No, 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 no. Get him something stronger. See, Curtis don't drink. Times like this, everybody drinks. So what do we know? They say the driver brought Anna home. She opened the door. The bomb went off. That's all we know. The cops are everywhere, man. They're everywhere, like rats. But they got nothing. How they got nothing, man? They said Anna died instantly. Don't say her name. Curtis. Curtis. Curtis, you okay? You don't say her name. All right. All right, brother. Say no more. You, you okay? You, you want more water? No, no. Give me that whiskey. Sure. More whiskey. Careful, careful. Go easy with that, Curtis. We're so sorry. Anna is the staple. I told you. No one says her name. No one. Right. My apologies. Truly sorry. I thought I was worthy. I thought... Where's my razor? Curtis, calm down. Calm down now, okay? You don't carry the razor anymore. You, you haven't carried it for years. What? Wait, no. I... I mean, uh, where's my blade? God damn, Capone! Finally did it. I'm gonna open that son of a bitch up myself. Curtis, Capone is dead. Curtis, Doc, Doc Brown's here to see you. Capone's dead? Curtis, sit back a moment and hold out your arm. What, what, what is that? A sedative. It'll help you rest. I don't need to rest. Mr. Randolph, please, I need you to... You stick that needle in my arm, I'll stick it in your eye. Oh. Don't you try me, Doc. You turn around, get the hell out of here. Feel free to send me the bill. Um, gentlemen, I need to. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks anyway, Doc. I understand now. I understand. I get it. Get, get what, Curtis? Goddamn better offer. What you talking about? Frank Barnes. That's what I figured, Curtis. See, I, I got my... I want everybody to hit the streets. We're going to tear Bronzeville apart. I want him found. I want him in one piece. He belongs to me, you hear? Absolutely. I hear. Curtis, we own it already. No, no, I want everything you got. Say, say what you mean. Where's Frank Barnes been hanging out? Where's the last place anybody saw him and who he's been talking to? Well, the way I figured, Curtis, he's probably going back to St. Louis. But not definitely. He came here for a reason. He might still be here. I want Willie and Tiny on this. I want your best soldiers. We're tearing this place apart till we find him or we find out where he is. You don't do this anymore, Curtis. We'll take care of it. Don't worry. I'm all here, Jesse. For a minute, for a minute, I thought I was something else. I had a moment, but I'm back. But you can't just tear up the neighborhood, Curtis. That's all we're saying, all the work we've done, all the work that you've done. Look at me. You don't understand. I don't care. You're the respectable ones now. You take your families, you get out of here. The Copelands need to be out of town until this blows over. Curtis. Don't argue with me, Jesse. I'm all together on this. But, but you were just talking Capone. Al Capone. Died in January. Syphilis. Son of a bitch's brain rotted out of his head. Zeke, we got it. Jesse, don't argue with Curtis. Let's just do what he says. Get your family, get Everett's family, a few guys for protection, and we are getting out of town now. The sooner, the better. Jesus Christ. Jesus won't be coming to Bronzeville anytime soon.
Hello? Jimmy, wake up. It's Zeke. Pack a bag. You're leaving town for a few days. What? Wait, wait, wait. I gotta make my rounds today. Get cast for the cover for you. Get your shit. Get to the club in an hour. Alright, um, I'll be right there. <clears throat> to hell. Casper, Jimmy. Hey, man. What you doing up this early? Zeke just called. What's up? I don't know. I gotta leave town for a few days. Need you to cover for me while I'm gone. Shit, man. Shit. What? It's more this. You wait here while we talk to Jimmy. Shit. Damn, man. I was there when we got Lisa back, too, you know? You don't have to tell me. I know. I, I wouldn't be no one without you. This is bullshit, Jimmy. It ain't that, man. It's just I've worked for these niggas for years, and they never call me in for nothing important. And you come along and it's like, hallelujah, here come Jimmy the Savior. <laughs> yeah, and you can be the black president, and I'm going to be the black Jesus, or at least the Pope. I ain't in no laughing mood, man, but we cool. We cool, it ain't you, though. Don't sweat it, brother. My train takes off, you'll definitely be on it. You my man. Yeah, yeah, I know that. This must got something to do with Randolph and Mrs. What happened? You didn't hear? Shit, they blew up his house last night, killed his wife. Wait a minute, what? Yeah. Look, shit's about to hit the fan, man. Why they got you leaving town? I don't know. All right. Well, shit. You keep your head low, brother. I will, Casper. You too. Hey, Jimmy. Yes, Zeke? What you need? Ready for anything? Good. I need you to take a vacation. What? The family's leaving town. Going up to the Door County place on the lake. I need you to come along. Wait a minute. Um, but why? In case anything happens, man, you know. We need some muscle, and I want some muscle with brains there. I don't understand, boss. You don't have to, man. You just need to do what you're told. You're right, Zeke. I got it. When are we leaving? About an hour. I want you with my sister Lisa. Eyes on her all the time. Stuff's gonna happen around here, and there's gonna be some repercussions. If anything comes back to her, I want you there. I'm your man. I know you are, Jimmy. Here, let me get that for you. Thank you. I should have known it would be you. Happy to be of service, Miss Copeland. You're no chauffeur. I'll sit in front, thanks. Whatever you want, miss. And please, stop calling me, miss. If we're gonna be together for a while, make it Lisa. Sure thing, Lisa. Call me Jimmy. I know your name, but I think I'm gonna call you Lucky. Lucky? How come? Because you've been good luck for me lately. <laughs> I don't know about that. If you and your friend hadn't come along, I don't know how long I had been stuck in that damn shack. Okay, sure, but it wasn't much. No, it was a lot. You came charging in like a, I don't know, like my white knight. <laughs> my black knight. That's what Casper said. That's your friend? Yeah. Well, he was right. If you say so. I say so, Lucky. So, 
Where's this place I'm taking to? The family's got a place on the lake up in Door County. It's a nice little getaway. With all the stuff that's happened, I guess a getaway makes sense. I guess. Did you know Mrs. Randolph? I did not have the pleasure. She was the nicest person you could ever meet. This is just horrible. Shame. I'm really sorry. Thank you. I'm just... Can we just listen to some music for a while? Sure, sure. Whatever you want, Lisa. Willie, Tiny, thank you for coming. Sure thing, Curtis. Absolutely, Curtis. I was so sorry to hear about We're not going to discuss it. We have business and time is of the essence. Okay, sure thing. Frank Barnes been in town the past few weeks. He's doing business, he's hitting clubs, he's all over. Jesse's men been keeping an eye on him. He gave me this list of every place Frank's been, every person he's seen since he got here. I want you and your men to come down hard, and I mean like hard. Everyone he's seen, you talk to, you make it hurt. If it sounds like they know something, anything, you call me. I want to talk to them personally. Yes, sir. All right, get going. We're on it, Curtis. You can count on us. I am counting on you. Damn. I never seen him like that. I have, but it's been a long, long time. I heard stories, but as long as I've been in the game, he's been... I don't know. Civilized? Something like that. Yeah, well, she was what done it. She civilized him. This is serious, man. This isn't just war. This is all out. We better come back with some results. I hear that. Damn. This is a nice little getaway? <laughs> okay. It's not so little. This is a damn mansion. No, the house in Cuba's a mansion. Man, it's like we're from two different planets. Let's get my bags inside, then I'll show you around my planet. And you can tell me about yours. Sounds good to me. Looks like we're the first ones here. Wow. This is, uh, something else. I guess. You can just leave my bags here. Come on, it's beautiful out. Let me show you around. All right, then. I haven't seen this many trees since I left home. Where are you from, Jimmy? Arkansas, Osceola. Oh, really? Well, see, our planets aren't so distant. We're from Arkansas originally. The Copelands? Yep. Daddy was a preacher in Hot Springs. Hot Springs. <laughs> yeah, but our planets are still pretty distant. I went through Hot Springs once when I was a kid. Saw Al Capone getting off a train. Tossed me a silver dollar. Think he thought I was going to shine his shoes. <laughs> Did you? Oh, hell no. I took that money and I scrammed. <laughs> What'd he do? He was laughing. You're lucky he was in a good mood. Yeah, I heard stories. Mr. Randolph, Curtis, he had some run-ins with him a ways back. Capone won at Bronzeville. 
wanted all the rackets. He got the booze and the ladies, but he couldn't get near the numbers. Yeah? Curtis and his bunch stood up to him. It was a frightening time, but they came through. You must have been a kid. Yeah. My brothers were all wrapped up in it, though. Everett. You haven't met Everett, have you? No, no, I haven't. I only got to town a little while ago. You'll meet him soon. And he'll like you. Yeah? Why is that? You remind me of him a bit. Should I take that as a compliment? If you feel the need. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the lake. Man, you grew up with all this? Well, it was always here. I grew up all over the place. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We moved to Chicago when I was little, after our father was, after he died. We were always well off, but Everett had some real success here, and he wanted me to have the best education I could. I spent most of high school in Paris. Paris, France? <laughs> yes. Wow. I've never even been out the country. Was coming here your first time outside of Arkansas? Pretty much. I drove trucks in Memphis every now and again, but Paris, France? Damn, no. I'd love to go there. Heard all kinds of stories. You didn't serve? Nope. I tried. Flat feet. I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. Means I'm more likely to get tired after walking a long while. No big deal. But I guess if you're marching all day and night, it's a problem. So you really are lucky. Well, because I didn't go to war? Yeah. I know you boys get all head up about going off and fighting, but look, America managed to win without you, and you didn't have to get shot at. Well, that's one way to look at it. You'd like Paris, though. Great music, great people. I heard. They treat a color soldier really good, too, huh? They don't have the same problems we have here. Yeah, I guess, but man, those problems seem like a million miles away right now, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. It's just so beautiful here. United States Penitentiary, Terre Haute, Indiana. My God, Jesse. Is it true? They killed Anna Everett. Frank Barnes. It sure as hell looks like it. I was so wrong. God. Curtis. How's Curtis? Destroyed. Anna was everything to him. She saved his life. You're telling me. There's going to be hell to pay. Yeah, and he's out there trying to make sure everybody's paying it. He's tearing the town apart looking for Frank right now. All that progress, all that work. I don't know what to do, Everett. I mean, Curtis made us. You know, without him, we wouldn't be here. But he's going to destroy everything. One more week in here, goddammit. I know, I know. And I don't know how to stop him. I can't stop him. Stay by him. If he takes it too far, I need you there to rein him back in. I can't. He's sending us out of town. He's what? He wants the Copelands out of town. We're going to the lake house. When the smoke clears, he wants us to be able to return with our hands clean. Yeah, man, Zeke's heading up and Lisa's already there. Okay, okay. Well, at least he's thinking. Yeah, I mean, he's cold as ice, but yeah, he's thinking. But that's not going to stop him from bringing everything down around his ears. If Frank's got a brain in his head, he's already gone. And even Curtis wouldn't follow him back home. That would be a full-on shooting war in the streets of St. Louis. You help me out, big brother, because I don't know. You know, I'd never seen him like this, even back when he was running the streets. It's probably best that you're here. Yeah, assuming there's anything left when I get out. Damn it, Jesse, you can't let him do this. He's going to destroy everything. He's going to destroy himself. That's what I'm saying, but I can't stop him, Everett. No one can. Then Frank Barnes wins. No, 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 no. That can't happen.
<laughs> yeah, come on, Six. Come on, Six. Give me what I need, baby. Come on, Six. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Uh-uh. You ain't going nowhere, Chester. Shit, Willie, I wasn't running. I was just... Oh! <laughs> You talk when I say, Chester. Okay, okay, no more. Now, we got some questions for you. You gonna do right, or do I have to lay into you again? We're good, man. We're good. I'll tell you what I can. I know you will. Give me two shots, Curly. Uh, these men need to have a word with you, Slim. What the hell? How's it going, Slim? Oh, shit! You got a gun. Not anymore, he don't. You see anything, Curly? I must have been looking the other way. That's right. You hear anything about Frank Barnes' whereabouts, you know who to call. Yes, sir. Hey, Leroy. What the? United States Penitentiary, Terre Haute, Indiana. Sammy Minetti. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Thank you for coming to see me. I'm guessing I know why you're here. Hey, Everett. Yeah, yeah, you probably do. Chicago's exploding and you guys are behind it. What's going on? You heard about the house bomb? Yeah, terrible, just terrible. I'm just hoping it blows over fast. You know, once we find the people who did this, then... Who was it? Can I help? It's out of town. We're taking care of it. Well, it's bad for business. Folks are scared to go out at night. Sammy, listen, you gotta know, I have no control over this. You can drop a word in the ear of the people who do. I can try. Al? Al knew how to use a war. It was never enough just to want to destroy your enemies. You go to war to send a message to everyone else who might be after you, too. This, this just feels chaotic. No one's happy about this, Sammy, but listen, it'll blow over soon, I suspect. The thing with Paris was as great as it was, I couldn't help feeling like I missed something. What do you mean? I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I got a wonderful education, and I'm grateful for that. But did you ever get to a party when it's over and people are just starting to figure it out and go home? Back in the 20s, Paris wasn't just jumping. It was all about us. Josephine Baker was the queen of everything. Everywhere you went, you could see colored folks laughing and singing and playing with white folks. And the only time you ever heard about Jim Crow was when you tried to explain it to some Parisian. By the time I got there, that was all fading. Sooner or later, they'd find a way to remind you that you're not them. And it's not like every French person's the same. There's always a backlash. And then the war was coming. But every now and then, I could catch a glimpse of what it had been and what it could be again. You think it ever will be? I don't know. Sometimes I think it will be. I went and saw Paul Robeson last year. He played Othello. Do you know that play? Uh, well, I don't get out to the theater much, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You seem like you read. Othello, that's the, the Black King. He's the guy with the white pal who steers him the wrong way, right? Mm -hmm. That's the one. You saw Paul Robeson play him? <laughs> it's one thing to read it, Jimmy, but to watch Paul Robeson on a stage, and he's slapping his wife, and she's a white lady? And nobody's even raising an eyebrow. So hitting a white woman's a sign of progress. <laughs> no, of course not. But we're working our way in. Maybe someday we'll see something different. 
Everett believes we can do that. He thinks all this is gonna get us into the white world. You're not so sure. I have no idea. But it seems optimistic, don't you think? I'm not paid to think. You're better than that, Jimmy. Mm, yeah, I, I'll take that. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. Slow down, Tiger. We may be walking through the woods, but you're on the clock. Yes. Sounds like someone else is getting here. Let's go see. Okay. Loretta. Damn. Who's that? My sister-in-law. Everett's wife. She's... She's something. Lisa, darling. How good to see you. Hello, Loretta. And who is this? Your young man? Oh, no. No, this is Jimmy. He's my... I guess he's my bodyguard. Oh! <laughs> well, how forward-thinking of you. I left mine in the car. Nice to meet you, Mrs. Copeland. Yes, of course. If you don't mind, my driver could use a hand with my bags. If that's all right with you, Miss Lisa. Of course it is. Thank you, Jimmy. I don't want to tell your business, Lisa. But you should be careful about getting too familiar with the help. Thank you for your concern, Loretta. Where's Simpson? I thought he had gotten here earlier to prepare for us. It was all pretty last minute. I expect he'll be here soon. Well, as long as he's here in time to make dinner, that's fine, I suppose. How are you, Lisa, darling? I'm good, thank you. I... I... Are you uh, still working that... Little job at Curtis's bank? Still working that little job, yes. Well, that certainly must be interesting. Mm -hmm. Damn, how long is she staying? I wouldn't know, sir. Oh, hey, man, no. I'm no sir. I'm keeping an eye on Miss Lisa. We on the same job. All right. Your boss lady sent me out to give you a hand. Nah, that's all right, brother. I'm gonna take my time. I'm enjoying the break. Huh? Oh, yeah. Now that woman starts complaining when the sun comes up and keeps going all day. Now I hope someone takes a shot at her so I can catch the bullet. It'd be a nice break. <laughs> I hear you, brother. How's yours? Mine? She's... She's everything, man. Come on, Lucky. We're taking another walk. Yeah? Okay. See ya, pal. I will take it easy, brother. Hey, wait, wait up. She makes me so... <sighs> I never had no color person talk to me like I was a nigga before. She does enjoy her station. Damn! No. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really shouldn't say anything bad. She's... She's having a hard time with Everett away. I need to be more forgiving. If I can say something. Go ahead. Oh. It seems to me that the difference between the two of you is you've been given everything and you want to earn something for yourself. She's been given everything and she thinks she's earned it. Wow. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to say anything. No. That was... Thank you. <laughs> I needed to hear that right now. I aim to please. No. It's more than that. You always seem to do the right thing when I need it. How's that happen, Lucky? Well, you know... 
When I was a kid, this big white man took a whip to a friend of mine. I stood up, tried to stop him. This man, never seen anyone so angry and so hateful. He screamed at me with the veins in his neck popping. He screamed, nigga, you got to know your place. They do love to say that, don't they? Yeah. But you know something? After me and my friend ran away, I thought about it for a long time, and I thought, that damn cracker got a point. What? Yeah. Know your place. He meant something else, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought it's a good way to be. Always know your place. Sometimes I walk in a room, and I'm the king of everything. Sometimes I walk into a room, and hmm, I'm something else. And I know it's time to keep my mouth shut. You look at the situation, figure out what your place in it is, and be just that. So someone needs me to kick in the door for you, I'm your man. Someone needs me to drive your car, I'm your man. And if I ever need more than that? I'm living for that day. That's probably Zeke. I'd I ought to be back at the house, but I don't feel ready for that just yet. Let's walk in the woods a while longer, Lucky. Do you mind if we don't talk? Whatever you need, Lisa. This is WBCF, and you're listening to The Voice of Bronzeville. This is Dunbar Hamilton. The south side of Chicago has exploded with violence in the last 48 hours. This afternoon, two more unidentified bodies were found in an abandoned warehouse, their throats cut. Speculation is that these terrible acts are all tied into the tragic death of Mrs. Anna Randolph two days ago. But police have not confirmed anything. <laughs> really cool. Come on, man. I told you I barely know the guy. Don't feed me no bullshit, Eddie. Frank Barnes came into your club regularly. He liked to flash his money around. And we know you sat with him. No, 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 man. No. I, I sit with anyone who comes in and spends a lot. You know how it is? You have lunch with them at the Cafe Rio, too? What? Johnny, no, man. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. The waitress there swears you two was in all the time. Laughing it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I swear. We got a whole lot of folks seeing you, Eddie. Tell you what. You think about your story for a minute. We got someone else who wants to talk to you. Uh, no, <laughs> no I, 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 who, who you got there? Hello, Eddie. Curtis. Hey, man, uh, listen, you got to tell these two. I don't know nothing. That's <laughs> not what we hear, Eddie. I, Willie, I Tiny, why don't you two uh, step outside for a few texts? Sure thing, Curtis. Hey, whatever you say, boss. Just, just go ahead and put that away, man. I, I, I swear I'm telling you the truth. Damn, I wouldn't want to be in Eddie's shoes, no way, no how. Nope. I have a feeling he's about to find out why they call him Eyeball. Hello? This is Zeke. Yes, sir. Got it. Thanks. That was Curtis, Jesse. Did find Frank yet? No. Looks like he went back to St. Louis. Damn it. So now what, Zeke? He's not going to stop until he gets him. I don't know, Jesse. He said he's done. For now, at least. Seriously? Sounds like it. I 
think he gets how much damage he's doing to Bronzeville. A shooting war in the streets of St. Louis, even he's not that crazy. All right. Well, that's good. Now we can go home. Yeah, he said it's time to come back home. I'll let everyone know. Yes? It's me, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Your brother says it's over. We're going home. <laughs> Back to the real world, I guess. You need time to pack? Five minutes. I can wait. No. That's okay. I'll be done shortly. All right. Is something wrong? No. You sat up front on the way out. No. I, I do something wrong? No, Jimmy, you've been fine. So, so what's going on? Remember what you said the first day? About knowing your place? Oh. Yeah. I got it. No, it's not that, Jimmy. I... You're right. I never thought of it that way, but you're right. We all have places, and it's good to know where they are. In my places, I have brothers, and they have strong ideas about what my life should be like. I understand that. It's just... Can I, I say something? Sure. I have strong ideas about what my life should be like, too. And I know who you are. And I know there's no place in your world for someone like me. But I'm not going to be someone like me forever. But until then, I'm lucky to drive your car. Stop the car. I'm going to sit up here. Miss Lisa, you can sit wherever you want to sit. I know that, Lucky. <laughs> Jimmy, we ain't seen you around for a few days. I miss Holder. No, I, I, I've been out of town. Oh, good. I hope you had a nice vacation. It was something like that. Well, I was a little worried, so I'm glad you're all right. Next time you're going away, you let me know, okay? Sure thing, ma'am. Thanks for looking out for me. That's what neighbors are for, Jimmy. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Welcome home, Jimmy Tillman. <laughs> Welcome home. Oh, shit. Give me a minute, will you? This is Jimmy. Jimmy. It's Ben. How you been looking for me? Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.